0: You're listening to Backstory. Let's hear it on WTBRFM Pittsfield with Roberta McCulloch-Dews of the mayor's office in the city of Pittsfield. Thanks for tuning in. Today we have with us Laura Cabrera, a singer and community advocate for the Latinx community. And so I'm just going to give a brief background about Laura because um, to some she might be familiar, but to others um, she is someone that you want to know about. So in January, Laura, Laura, along with other members of Latinas 413, of which she is a co-founder, headlined Community Day at Mass MoCA. The event featured performances of traditional Mexican songs and an exhibit of the group's Josoy Arte project designed to amplify cultural inclusion and awareness through art. In addition to Latinas 413, she's also... Um, the co-founder of Amor a Nuestras Raices, which means love to our roots, and Yo Soy Arte, I Am Art Project. She's also a member of the mahewi Performing Arts Center, Spanish language community advisory network, which works to bridge the mahewi and Latinx community, inform programming, and communicate performing arts opportunities through trusted social networks. So she lives with her children, Liberty and Gael? Gael. Gael in Pittsfield. Welcome, Laura.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for opening these spaces, for not only for me, for me, for my community.
0: Well, it's a pleasure. Um, I was able to um, know about your story through a mutual friend, Karen.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And so um, I know that Karen is, she has, she's a big, um, uh, I want to say she's uh, involved, I want to say, in many of the organizations that you're a part of. But I know Karen through the Rites of Passage and Empowerment Program, of which she was a member. Oh, wow. So she's still with us, but I know she actually moved. Yes. So um, even though she's with us, like in spirit, mm-hmm. um, her physical presence is not here in the Berkshires. But I just want to thank Karen so much for the introduction because you are an awesome person. Mm-hmm. So... I want to set the stage a little bit um, and just talk a little bit about um, your early years. Now, you are originally from Veracruz, Mexico. Yes. And you came to the United States at the age of 18 and you wanted a different life from the one you had in Mexico. So tell me a little bit about life in Mexico before you moved here and how was it to leave your family behind?
1: Oh, uh, I I grew up in the small town. Like very, we all support each other all the time. Uh, but I only have like a two two um, choices. I got married. I had to get married, have kids, or be by myself. And uh, I feel like I I need more opportunities for me. Since I was little, my uh, grandmother used to um, what's her name? some things about you. When you grow, you're gonna be different. When you grow, you're gonna do something different, not like you, me or, not, or your mother. And my mother always say the same thing. Mm-hmm. But my mother always like, I want to do, I want to go to school. But she always like, No, you don't need to go to school because you have, you're gonna get married, you're okay. gonna have kids. And that was like, I don't want this life. Mm-hmm. Like I want to get educated and I want to be free because. Living there, it was like what's the name? Not a lot of opportunities. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. It was I don't know. I always felt that I didn't belong. Even as a little kid. Even as a little. So you you knew that inside of you. Yes. Hmm. I was gonna do something else. I was like always dreaming. I'm. My mother used to, uh, we used to go to the river, and she used to wash our clothes. Mm-hmm. And I was always sitting down in the rocks of the river and dreaming about becoming a, a singer, dreaming about helping other people, because my mother always teach me that. Mm-hmm. that since I was little, she always, um, was the name, we used to go to the, the church yeah. and help all the time all the time so volunt- volunteer is uh all my life yeah. i've been volunteer in in mexico and here and i think she she didn't know but mm-hmm. I, at the same time she sent me these messages of you're going to do something different yeah
0: so you you picked up from your mother and from your grandmother that there was a bigger life for you but i can only imagine that at that age you couldn't see how that path would come to be because you're with your family and you know what would the future look like yes. so of course you probably had these big dreams but didn't really know how it would turn out
1: yes and i didn't have introduced to music mm-hmm. professional it was always in the church we, i used to sing in the church mm-hmm. and sing for with more kids okay. and i wasn't too scared because it was more kids my voice nobody hears my <laughs> voice <laughs> but i think it's since i was little i started singing so that's that's uh that wasn't a imp- big part of my life, music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: So, you made the decision at 18. So, you you know, you go through school, you make the decision at 18, I'm going to leave Mexico. Yes. How, was that hard for you? I it mean, was. you have your dreams, you have your passion, but yes. you're leaving your family.
1: I was leaving my mother. But the most important thing for me was my mother, mm-hmm. my sisters and brothers, but I have one sister that she was adopted mm-hmm. from my mother, and she was growing with me. I was kind of her mother, mm-hmm. uh, and I leave her, I was 16, 16 years old yeah. when I decided to, uh, to come here, okay. and, uh, but it was difficult to leave my family mm. behind, uh, but at the same time, I have the hope yeah. the new life, better life, it was waiting for me.
0: So you believe that when you made that decision that there was going to be um, promise and opportunity on the other side. Yes. All right. So I want to know, with all that in your heart, in your mind, how did you end up in the Berkshires?
1: Well, my uh, my ex-husband, mm-hmm. uh, he moved here, and he said you should come here and move with me and start a new life, mm-hmm. and that's why I moved here.
0: Okay, all yeah. right. So was he also in Mexico, and 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 so he said let's go together.
1: Yes, he moved. He he we like we. Start living together when yeah. we are seventeen years yeah. old. Very young. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. Young. So he came first, and okay. then I came after.
0: Okay. And what did you think about the Berkshires when you got oh here? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it was a, li-
1: a li- It was intimidating. Yeah. I feel I like, felt like a little girl. I mm-hmm. has to uh, learn everything: the language, uh, the new system. Uh, but i was struggling struggling so much yeah. but i always use my struggle list, struggles yeah. to empower myself so yeah. i started looking for english class at mcla ok and i used to go uh to english ca- class for 3 years mm-hmm. and then i stopped going because i was pregnant so okay. i have my son yeah and he was yeah i was very young 21 years old okay but i i think i felt i felt that I become woman here and I have so many great um, mentors Mm -hmm. here in the Berkshires who teach me, uh, who give me so many of their wisdom Mm -hmm. and I feel that's why I am in Latinas 413, that's why I'm doing Yo Soy Soy Arte because I want to give all this back to people, all what I received
0: so when you, that network that you uh-huh. speak about, how did you tap into it? Because, you know, set the scene for me. You, you're you're new to the area. Was it a matter of someone reaching out to you and saying you need to contact so-and-so? How did that work? Because you don't know anyone. Yes. So where did the people come from? Well, I was,
1: <laughs> I used to live in Norte Adams okay. and I was like... Depressed. I okay. went to depression, and I had to take therapy, and because I was by myself, 21 mm-hmm. years old, and I see myself back in on those days. I'm, oh my god, I was a little girl, yeah. 20, 20, 21, and uh, I had my son. I was insulated. I missed my mom, my friends. Um, but I, like I say, all all these struggles uh, um, helped me to look for help, mm-hmm. and then I used to. Um, I used to come to the came to the church uh, in Pittsfield, mm-hmm. and that's how everything started. Growing a little by a little, my community, meeting friends, and yeah, okay, but it, wa- it was very small, very that time, small the old community. Okay, yeah.
0: um, and once you got up once you were a part of this community, was it like you felt like you had um, an adopted family?
1: Yes, okay. yes, my yeah with. The time I think uh, right now I have two amazing friends that mm-hmm. they become my sisters or okay. kids grow together. Yeah, so for me, that's my family. My kids are my family. Yeah. But it's is what I know, it's, it's the place where I feel like mm-hmm. uh, I can enjoy many things hiking, uh, music, food. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, so I.
0: Okay, you mentioned hiking. (laughs) Apparently, that is a recurring theme for a lot of people who move to the area. They love hiking. Now, i got to ask, in Mexico, do they hike? Do people hike?
1: We had to walk. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't have, it's too expensive. I remember when I was little, I used to walk with my mother to go see my my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So, we used to walk three hours. Three Three, hours. Three hours? Three hours, One
0: way or both? One
1: way, just one way. So for me, it was like oh, I had to walk, but at, at the same time, I was like, I had to see my my grandmother, right? It, it, we used to go once a year, wow, because it was yeah. So I think I have the hiking thing since I was little. Mm-hmm. So here, I I I connect with myself yeah. with this little girl. Yes, yeah.
0: I like hiking too. I have to say, when I'm in the woods, it actually feels it feels refreshing. Um, you almost feel like you're by yourself, even though you know that there are people all around you. Um, there's a feeling of you can hear your thoughts. You can just revitalize. It's a very refreshing thing. And so I, I can definitely understand why you would translate your love of walking to hiking here. Um, so I just want to. Knowing that now that you have this adopted family, these um, people who love you, who make sure that you're connected to different things, you have this network um, and you obviously have retained your passion for Mexican music, Mexican art and Mexican culture. As a little girl, was that something that was ingrained in you, love of culture, all of that? Was that something that they talked about in Mexico?
1: Not really, no, okay. but it was more about listening music because we have uh, our houses mm-hmm. are very close, mm-hmm. so we can hear different music. So I was going through salsa, then different um, traditional Mexican music. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it, it's all that music, all this that combination that okay. my, my neighbors have. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to listen music with uh, a band that they have. My friends they have a music band, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I used to watch them and just dreaming about oh maybe someday I can play okay. guitar. So mm-hmm. yeah, but it, it's too expensive to buy a guitar. It's really? too expensive. Yeah, the um, music class, hmm. music class, and uh, we and on that time it's. The most important thing, it was food, to have food, to mm-hmm. have um, the, uh, what's the name, um, clothes. Right. And, yes, I used to, to have one pair of shoes for year, yes, hmm. when I was little. And I had to take care of them because mm-hmm. my mother used to get mad. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: I think, I mean, that is... Um, that is so significant because it just that appreciation for when Mm -hmm. you're able to have more than one then you can look back and you can say i remember when um and and i think for those of us who have those um reflections of when maybe life didn't give us everything right that we that we think we should have or that we want um when we look back at those days it gives us a deep appreciation For Mm -hmm. what we have now, we are thankful because we know that there were days when um, things were not the way that they are now. So um, I can only imagine that you have that. Um, But you brought that deep appreciation for for music. You brought that with you and it never left you, even Mm -hmm. as you were going through your journey of discovering yourself here in the United States, building your network. You always kept that passion for singing, um, and you have. Have you done it? Did you come out like as a professional singer, or did you say, "I'm going to just sing on the side"?
1: No, I um, I start in my kitchen mm-hmm. with my daughter, okay, because I want to teach her Spanish. But I want to teach her or traditional Mexican music, and I also want to connect her with uh, music. So mm-hmm. it was three things. But she uh, she's having a hard time to, with the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But she's like la 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 la, so she starts singing <laughs> with me. So. Um, yeah, I play. I start playing ukulele by myself okay. because I didn't know I didn't have any information about music class. Okay, and I was always looking for someone from my community mm-hmm. that, who plays ukulele. Nobody plays ukulele in my community. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I start like that. And then uh, when Latinas 413 starts, mm-hmm. I decide to take a professional music class. Okay, uh, with. Um, Everything it was in Zoom on that time. So mm-hmm. uh, I I look online for a mm-hmm. uh, singing class and I started learning with uh, um, what's the name um, teacher and mm-hmm. he lives he used to he used to live in Argentina. Okay. So yeah. And,
0: uh, yeah, I think I did read something about that that you would do like you would have your music lessons with this teacher yes. um, by Zoom. Yes. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so uh, that's an interesting story right there, how you connected with a music teacher who lives in Argentina. um, And yeah, that's a whole story right there. But obviously, this teacher was able to really help you and Mm -hmm. and guide you toward where you want to be. Yes. Okay, so you have, I mean, you have the classes that are going on, but you're also performing through Berkshire County, right? Yes. You're, you've performed at the Beckett Arts Center, yes. and I believe you also performed at the Barn? Yes. in Yes. <laughs>
1: Not sure if Latin women before uh, performed there, but uh, my friends, they always like, come on, you you can go. And I was, no, I'm so scared. I was shaking the first time. Yeah, I was shaking. But I think something in in me is Mm -hmm. like, when I'm scared, I do it more. I force myself to go. Things.
0: There's yeah. like an energy that I feel um, when you're scared about something. It makes you work even harder because yes. you you have to work to go beyond the fear. Mm-hmm. So when you were performing, um, did you like what did you do? Did you say I'm just going to concentrate and I'm going to sing? I'm not going to look at people. <laughs> did you say I'm going to pretend like they're not there? What was you? Yes. What was like your your um, your secret sauce for getting well, through your performance? This
1: this is funny because my daughter yeah. is who give me the advices Oh. Yeah. She's she's born here. Mm-hmm. She's introduced introduced to music since she was little. Yeah. So she said, Mom, pretend it's nobody there. Yes. Just pretend you are by yourself. Yes. And I say, Okay, okay. <laughs> but even like that it doesn't help us <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Because you're like, I can still see their faces. Yeah. And singing in my in the in the language of my heart, mm-hmm. it was uh, a challenge for me because I was like, maybe if they don't like the way I'm singing because I'm singing in Spanish, oh. right? But um, yeah, I, I, that's how I start. But so, think- what
0: did they say after you perform?
1: Used to say yeah you did a great job <laughs> yeah and my all are my friends so. <laughs>
0: okay all right and so um, Liberty she has performed with you mm-hmm. um, 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 you know on occasion Is, does she want to be a singer like you as well
1: yes she every morning she started singing uh, and recording herself oh ten thousand times <laughs> okay yeah and she plays uh, violin okay yes yeah, she's she she loves music she's but I, I don't want to force her to do something yeah. that's why every time that she feels like i want that she feels free yes and she have, that's why i feel happy mm-hmm. that my 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 daughter is going to have different history than me because right. uh, she's going to be more she's going to have more freedom yes. to be herself yes and share her um was an imperial um art.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um because she has she's growing up in a different setting mm-hmm. um where she sees that okay these are the opportunities i have before me and she's able to like map out her plan so she's like well i like music she's able to play her violin she's able to do yes. these things um and and so there are there you're right there are so many opportunities and um and i i totally agree when when young people are mm-hmm. able to Um, just discover their passion on their own they'll stick Mm -hmm. with it like it doesn't like the parents don't have to say okay you keep doing that because they'll tell you Mm -hmm. they say either I like it
1: or I don't yeah
0: so I think having that freedom is really essential to them discovering their passion Mm -hmm. um well I think that there's so much to be said about your singing and we're gonna get into um, a special performance that you had, but I just want to let listeners know who are just tuning in today that my guest is Laura Cabrera and she is a local singer and community advocate for the Latinx community. So right now we're just talking a little bit about how she has maintained her connection to um, Mexican music, art, and culture. But in addition to her performing, um, you know, Laura, she really is passionate about being a voice for the Latinx community. And I want to you. You're amazing because you you have you're you're involved in so many groups. So I'm going to start with the first group, and um, that is Amor a Nuestras Raices. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. Okay. And it's a Hispanic artist collective. So I need you to tell me a little bit. um, You're an artist. You're part of this network. How did this group come to be? Why did you decide to establish it?
1: Um, that group, it was before Latinas 413. Mm-hmm. Some of the members of Latinas 413, we, we got together and mm-hmm. we did this group. It uh, disappeared mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago because we all talked like different ways. Uh, but it was born and, and just to share our culture and, and about how, how we can contribute mm-hmm. here and uh, we are more than the what's the name? Uh, in that time, I was undocumented. Okay. So I'm more than that. I can sing. I can um, mm. give positive things to the community, mm. right? And uh, that's why we create this group, mm-hmm. and we want to share. At uh, the first time that I start singing, mm-hmm. it was with them.
0: <laughs> yeah. You you just said something really. Um, really significant Um, and you mentioned that undocumented part Um, how if you don't mind me asking Mm -hmm. how did it feel to you? you're in a new environment um, you have your beautiful children you're navigating all that comes with a new space and having that having that feeling of knowing that that aspect of your life is still not finalized how did it feel for you?
1: I don't know it feel if it used to feel like um encourage, always encouraged like mm-hmm. I'm had to do something different because mm-hmm. I am not only on document I can give many many positive things to mm-hmm. do, to this the, to this community mm-hmm. so that was my always my message yeah yeah so,
0: so you you wanted to when you connected when Amor a more our nuestra Reisas, came together um, was it a space for other people to share their stories and things that they were going through? Uh,
1: no, in that time it was like just music. Just we shared music, music and music. we share poems.
0: Okay, yes. poems. So it was like a, it was just an artist space. So people Artists. were able to be free yes. and to do their poetry, their art, which is important because we need an outlet. Mm-hmm. Even as adults, we need a creative outlet where we're not just thinking about like our nine to fives and just working, but where we can f- have that expression. So yes. that is that that that's a really great thing. Well, from a more um Anu Raíces came Latinas yes. four one three. Yes. Now Latinas four one three really <laughs> is <laughs> That is the group that is just growing by leaps and bounds. Like um, everyone, I think if you haven't heard about Latinas 413, you will because this is the group to watch because it is comprised of dynamic women, dynamic individuals. And I want Laura, I want you to tell me a little bit about um, what this network means for the Latinx community.
1: Well, the, our mission is empower Latin, Latinas to empower their social and economic presentation of voices. Mm-hmm. And we have different, oh my gosh, we have so many dreams when we started Latinas 413. We used to get together before using, uh, we have meetings or just parties. Mm-hmm. And then we share the, oh, eventually we want to help our community. We, want, we always say we want to help. Okay. We want to share We want to grow. We want to many things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, Liliana is uh, Liliana Tanasio, or Mm co-president of Latinas 413. She asked, asked me to share something on Facebook, and everybody was sharing. And for one reason or another, we have a meeting, and it was... I think twenty, thirty women. Yeah. And in some, I was in Boston on that time. Yeah. and My my I was my blown mind. <laughs> I was like, where are these all these women are, yeah. right? And I think if we need that. We, yes. we were asking for this connection. Yes. And it's how everything starts.
0: So you almost had to put out the call, and when mm-hmm. you did, you're like, okay. Yes. They're out there. Yes. And so, Latinos four one three if I understand correctly, it's sort of like it's a connector. Yeah. It connects the women, women throughout Berkshire County. So it, you don't have to just be in Pittsville or South County or North County. It's mm-hmm. for everyone. Yes. So how do people like right now, what is, um, are, are everyone, do you guys still meet on Zoom or how do you meet? Do you, is there a meeting space that, w- that um, the members go
1: uh what well, we have our, our board meeting. we have board meeting every once a month mm-hmm. right now and we also we are doing hikings uh, America Lopez she's doing hiking oh. uh Carmen uh, Carmen and Daisy mm-hmm. Escobar they are part of the mentorship mm-hmm. um I am an art and music and uh Catherine and Tania are fi- finance mm-hmm. so yeah so we we try to do Maybe focus on one thing because we used to focus on many things. <laughs> we want to do everything yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, right now, I think we are focusing on one thing okay. yes yeah,
0: so all right, so what's the focus right now? what's that one thing?
1: uh we're gonna start um what's the name hiking oh hiking Wait, okay. We do hikings once a month. Okay. And uh, we did this uh, performing at Mass Mocha. Okay. And we're going to start with um, a group of reading. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Books.
0: let's okay. talk a little bit about how that Mass Mocha uh, event, because this was in January, and mm-hmm. Mass Mocha always has, like, a community day. And the... Feature performer and headliner for this community day was no one other than yourself and Latinas Four One Three, and mm-hmm. there was even an exhibit, um, the Josoy Arte um, exhibit. So we want to get into all of that. So okay. tell me, how did this come to be?
1: Oh my yeah. god, it was a big process. It was, I think, seven months. Wow. That I share with uh, Fernando Leon, mm-hmm. who. who uh, he's the one who helped me to create what we want to do. So we start recording a video on Mahewi Mahewi Great Barrington Mm -hmm. and uh, we record a video. My daughter was there but I think it seeing my daughter so comfortable in the stage mm-hmm. I want to all the kids in my community feel that way welcome the day belong. long mm. and so we record we record that video with our own money. Mm-hmm. Everybody put uh, Vladimir who is the one who made the video mm-hmm. and I asked two photographers of our community, Constanza and Leticia and uh, everybody came together and that was that was for me. It was very. <clears throat> it was the name? My heart. Mm-hmm. It was full. I yeah. said, "This is what I want." The people come together. or community comes together. Yeah, and we record that video. We make this, these pictures. Uh, we talked. I. Well, this is a long story, but I, I work for Center of Peace Through Culture mm-hmm. at the same time with the we start Latinas 413, mm-hmm. and they are. I was uh, ambassador of the connecting the community with museums. Okay. So they used to give me tickets for free for the community, mm-hmm. and I was I was tired on that time <laughs> <laughs> and delivering all the tickets mm-hmm. because I want. I think. Uh, I know my. Com- I feel yeah. like I know my community, yeah. and I. I want to give the ticket in their hand yeah. and say like, "You welcome." Like I'm gonna be there. Right. I'm gonna be there, <clears throat> and um. It, that's, Was I there
0: any hesitancy about people going to certain places because yes. you mentioned some key words like belonging and feeling welcome, and did they feel like they were not welcome? Ah. Uh.
1: Not, maybe yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. we feel mm-hmm. like we're not welcome, or we feel like this is not nice space for us. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, that's that's why I want. That was my my goal to bring more people to different museum: Norman Rockwell, yep. a tango with, uh Masmoca, mm-hmm. and. I was impressed sometimes because many many people with kids, uh, parents, uh, uncles, mm-hmm. grandfathers, they used to go, and for me it was it was beautiful to see them there. It doesn't matter how hard it was. I was working, uh, po- making posts. That was uh, technology. It was yes. difficult for me, and I started studying uh, Google, yes. Google marketing introduction to marketing. Wait, you did all of
0: this? Was this to to promote the community day? Was this or was this before the community they got together? Was no the, before. before, before, so before. Before. yeah, before. Yes. Okay, so you basically turned into like a one woman marketing PR machine, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, I have to say, you know, full disclosure before we even started this interview, Laura said, I need to take a video. <laughs> said okay she's the first guest that said i want to take a video so (laughs) this this confirms everything she indeed is a one woman marketing (laughs) phenomenon um all right so you're doing all this marketing you're building trust you're building um this the relationships. so then mass mocha says okay like we want you to come in january like what did they do
1: I spoke with Trudy, mm-hmm. Trudy Manion. She's part of uh, Center of Pistro Culture. Mm-hmm. And I told her, like, uh, you know, I have this dream, like, um, doing this performing, pictures. Mm-hmm. And then we got together with uh, Fernando. We started talking. We have meetings. We have to go there, blah, blah, everywhere. And uh, and she said, I'm going to connect you. And I also I met uh, Laura Thompson mm-hmm. before in yes. one uh was an exhibition. So um I through the manion she connect us with her and mm-hmm. then we talk about our project yes. and she I was so great I'm so grateful with her because she never asked me like you should show you have to show me one video of you singing or you have to show me your project she believe she trusted she you she trust she trusts us, our project and she say yes Oh. And we, you can perform, I didn't ask for performing, and she said, you can perform me, your music, your traditional Mexican music. I was like, Did
0: you expect <gasps> her to say that?
1: No, I was I was driving to Chanan, I think, with my kids, and I was crying and crying, and I said, I can't believe this is happening. Uh... It was, it was, I was so impressed and I'm so grateful with her uh, that she opened this space for us and she gave us all the support. She was there the day before wow. when we have to decorate everything. Mm-hmm. I asked everybody, like my friend, can you decorate the, the stage with flowers because that was my dream. To sh- yeah.
0: so. Now, to your knowledge, has there been another singer who has performed traditional Mexican music at the museum? Are you the first?
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes.
0: Wow. That's a big deal.
1: And I wasn't scared. I usually am so scared to mm-hmm. perform it. Yeah. But that day, I felt something special. Like yeah. everything came together. I was tired because yeah. I've been working like we work with in this project for six months mm-hmm. with Fernando and, and uh, the photographers and yeah. the, the Vladimir who make the video. Yeah, I was very tired. But I, I don't know when you you have this passion yeah. for for what you're doing, it doesn't feel.
0: Yeah, because that you know when you're passionate about something, it doesn't. Yeah, it's work, but it doesn't. Feel like work because you are you're tapping into something deep within Mm -hmm. that you feel such a strong connection to that you're like well this is what I'm supposed to be doing and you work hard to make sure you do it right so of course there's gonna you're gonna use that energy somehow but if you're gonna do something and you're gonna be passionate about it you want to make sure it's excellent Mm -hmm. and I saw the pictures and. I mean, it looked like it was a wonderful day. I saw you on stage. And then you had the musicians behind you. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, from from Guatemala. One of them, uh, her name is Lorenzo. So he's from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Tarzicio, he's from Brazil. Uh, um, David, he's from Puerto Rico. So I have multicultural <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, musicians. I was, yeah. Right.
0: So was it something that um so was the audience big did you have a big audience and 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 how did it feel to be performing in this venue for the very first time as the very first singer singing traditional mexican music how did it feel on that day as you're singing and you're looking out
1: uh, we had three three performances mm-hmm. uh, one it was at 12:30 mm-hmm. it was it was, a, it was a lot of people yeah. and um when I talk, I get a little bit nervous, mm-hmm. but when I start singing, if, if feel, I feel like my voice yeah. is sustaining me, okay. and it makes me feel confident, it makes me feel, like, I think when you do something with your heart, with yes. good intentions, mm-hmm. everything comes back to you, so um yeah sharing my my voice my tradition music sharing my culture with kids we have so many kids it was one of the kids that they, she has the almost my same color of yeah. clothes yeah. and I was like she wants to take a picture with me <laughs> and I want to take a picture with her so after uh, or performing I I get out the stage and then I start talking with people mm-hmm. shaking shading sharing my story yeah. and uh it was great I felt it was. So meaningful for me. So
0: for the children, um, I'm always big on representation matters. I feel that it's important for people to see themselves in in roles and different things because I feel like when you see yourself, you you too can say, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And it gives that encouragement, it gives that hope for the children, um, especially children of, um, within the Latinx community. What do you think is the impact to see someone who is so connected to her culture to say, yes, I, I am in another, I might be living in another country, but I still love where I come from. What, why do you think that that's important for them to see and understand?
1: I feel like I'm gonna speak like the mm-hmm. my my what's her name with my daughter mm-hmm. my they the, she is always very proud of wearing dress the traditional Mexican dresses mm-hmm. because she's growing like that with me close to me because kids don't do what you say kids do what you are doing that's, so that's, that's my, right <laughs> that's my that's why I think of my daughter and I want to. Uh, what's the name? Send these messages, messages to the kids. Not saying like you had to do this or blah blah blah. It's just I'm gonna wear this dress because that dress it was uh, Taiwan dress mm-hmm. uh, made by him okay. with artists from uh, Oaxaca. Oh, yeah. So yes, just that sending these messages like I'm here mm-hmm. and uh, also sending uh, that day for me was very important to send many women from my community. I'm here. You can be here. Anybody can be here. Right. So.
0: So empowerment.
1: Empowerment. Yes.
0: Yeah. And you're right. Kids don't do what we say. They do what we do, and they look at us and they'll say, um, they'll follow. They'll pick up those messages. Um, You're absolutely right. I have my daughter. Is gosh, she's she'll be twelve. Be twelve this year, and um, yeah, it's all in the behavior and the things that we gravitate to Mm -hmm. and we love they too develop a same love of that and I think for you know, children, um, especially like children within the Latinx community, it's uh, important for them to see that this is a big part, the, r- regardless of where your country, you know, your your history, your background's from, you can love that too. Yes. And you can love the place where you live now. You yes. can love both. Yes. And be proud of it.
1: And, they, and I'm not sure if... if how these work but i feel like when they see somebody they looks like them mm-hmm. they feel like more comfortable more belonging more uh of
0: course yeah. of course because you it it's i think that's a part of us as as human beings um and that's natural and it's okay to want to see people who are just like you mm-hmm. um because that strengthens you and it mm-hmm. lets you know i'm not alone yes yeah yeah Um, All right, so for my listeners who are just tuning in, my guest today is Laura Cabrera. She is a local singer and community advocate within the Latinx community. And so we're just talking a little bit about Laura's work as a performer, as well as her work as a community advocate and the groups that she has founded, um, one of the groups um, that include Josoi Arte, which is a project, but it was also an exhibit mm-hmm. at MESMOCO. So tell me how this works. What, tell me what Josoi Arte actually looks like
1: um well that day we present performing of traditional Mexican song and mm-hmm. exhibition the I am um, the local initiative by Latin artists and activities to promote the cultural inclusion and awareness through art photography video mm-hmm. and that's what West or okay open these spaces for or local artists.
0: Okay. So specific. like when I, so then walk me through it. So like I went to like community day and what would I see when I look at the Josoy Arte exhibit? Would I just see people um, talking to one another? Was there something like art on the wall? How did it look?
1: Okay. Uh, we start with the video. Mm-hmm. So uh Vladimir it was who recorded this video okay. and me and my daughter and I was singing a very traditional song. The mm-hmm. name is La Llorona. Mm-hmm. So we record this video like I say in Mahewi and then after that it was a pictures of me and my daughter. Okay. And uh, I was wearing my traditional uh Dress mm-hmm. from Verac. I'm from Veracruz. We call that jarocha. Okay. jarocha. And then um, you can see different pictures. And after that, people at, um, have shares mm-hmm. around. So uh, we start performing the music. Four or five songs of music, very traditional, because that songs uh, I grew up with those songs. Okay. Yes.
0: Mm. I think you're 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 right. Um, that, that deep connection to your culture. Um, you're so right about um, finding ways mm-hmm. to to maintain it um, and to keep it going um, because, you know, I, I definitely understand that, like, for me, um, as um, an immigrant myself mm-hmm. and as someone who, um, you know, I came to this country when I was two, You know, what I have found is that, you know, I have a longing for my culture that I grew up in, you know, and, you know, I find that as, you know, my family gets older, you know, I have to think about how am I going to preserve this? How am I going to make sure that my children who, um, you know, were born here, Mm -hmm. how do I make sure that they have something to carry on to their children? I just don't want that part of me to go away you know when um they get older and they live their lives, so it's absolutely important that um that we find ways to um to keep that culture alive, and you are doing it so when I think about just so arte. Is this a one-woman project, or are there more people who are part more. of just, okay?
1: More people. So, yeah, I used to start because, you know, yes. <laughs> somebody has to go first. That's true,
0: that's true.
1: <laughs> and I was so scared, yeah. <laughs> I had to be honest. But uh, eventually, I wanted this group of more women to yeah. join us, yeah. and more uh, local artists, okay. and we made more projects with Lat- together with Latinas 413. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't want to be, like I say. I opened this, Mm-hmm. But everybody is welcome. Okay. to keep going. To keep you know? going, I just opened this. But next year, I'm going <laughs> <on>
0: vacation. <laughs> well, listen, you you do you're doing all this work. You need to have some time to to yes. relax because you know um, you need an outlet. But you know, in addition to all of the things that you're doing, last year you also participated in the Rites of Passage mm. 2020 Vision Project at the Whitney Center. And so this project for people who may not know it was like a living performance and it was held over a span of several days in the center and each room in the Whitney depicted a scene of um life with women of color so you participated in this project why was it important for you to be a part of it
1: well, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Puya mm-hmm. called me and she said, oh, I want someone who is um, uh, Latin, who cooks mm-hmm. and uh, and cook a guacamole or cook whatever you want. Mm-hmm. She let me be whatever I want to yeah. be uh-huh. so uh, she invited me to be part of the soul kitchen, I have no idea how <laughs> to perform, I don't know I have no idea, so I just talk something that we call it's made by Volcano uh, Rock, yeah. and we make salsa and okay. we made uh, Molcajete we call Okay. and I started making um, guacamole Oh. but it was three women of color, amazing mm-hmm. artists, and I when I got it, I was like a little bit intimidating. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It was just like, because I never shared with uh, more women of Ye- color. Yeah. if I was like something new mm-hmm. and I was like, um, like, uh, what's the name? Shine. Yeah. And Shine. Uh, then w- after that, we started, the day two yeah. we started sharing uh or or personal histories mm-hmm. and uh we talk about our kids and some uh, one of them she had a little girl mm-hmm. and i felt like they they uh opened their arms like i was their sister yeah and uh that that project is in my heart and I always post pictures because mm-hmm. I want to have that memory forever. Yeah. And to see many empowered artists yeah. because I, I didn't know sometimes I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, my I'm I'm artist and I didn't know for a long time. Mm. And I don't know how to impress express that that mm. that part of me because I always shame of that part of me Why? because I don't know. <laughs> because it was like you in In my culture, I think in my where I grow up, you have to do the things that like you have to go to school, you have to do mm-hmm. this everything like everybody's doing okay so but i I wasn't like that i always i was dreaming all the time with music, with art, with things like that, so seeing many women that they had the similar things, yeah, it was like this is my these are my people. <laughs> my people. This is my people. <laughs> yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and one, uh, I asked Puya what I have to do. And yes. she said, just be yourself. Yes. Just be yourself. Allow to be yourself. And that was a powerful message for me. Mm. And Yeah. And, and I talked to my daughter because uh, she was uh, with her grandmother. Mm-hmm. But I say, can you bring me liberty? Because I want that she doesn't miss this yes. amazing uh, performance, amazing yes. experience yes. that it was for me. So, yeah, I I have many words for that project, but it's, it's beautiful, it was beautiful, beautiful. So there's <laughs> a
0: video on your page, and yeah. it's like, is it, I don't, they're weaving something? Yes. But, okay, who's weaving? Right, it's like two, I saw two, Individuals and someone, their back is facing. They're weaving, and then there's like, is it a little girl? Maybe
1: it's or my daughter. That's your daughter? My daughter. Okay. Yes,
0: yes. That, that was that you weaving? Or? No, no, no. Okay. It was
1: somebody else? Okay, but she, so. Since that day, my my daughter, she wants weaving. So she wants to go to school for that. <laughs> so she wants to do everything. She wants to paint it. She wants to sing it. She wants
0: to. Yeah, she wants to weave. <laughs> That's yeah. all right. Um, but so that was okay. So tell me about that video because it looked like. Something really big, I don't know what I mean. It it was huge.
1: Oh my god, I totally forgot the meaning, but it was beautiful. Meaning, I had to look online again because I was taught in the kitchen sole and I used to go visit her to Mm -hmm. see how she was weaving. But it's, it was impressed, it It was impressed.
0: It was great. And I mean, is this like, was that like a traditional form of weaving in a certain country? I wasn't sure about that.
1: uh, that reminds me, uh, Oaxaca. Oaxaca, oh. they have many women wow. who do this, this kind of art, mm-hmm. and I think she went to Oaxaca to learn, or, or Guatemala, not sure, okay. but she went there to learn how. Wow. to Wow,
0: it was gorgeous. Yes. Um, okay, so that was you know you you've done rites of passage 2020. Now you've done Mass Mocha. Now you can. You have bragging rights, and you can say, <laughs> "Yes, I am the first Mexican singer to um, perform at Mass Mocha, and it won't be the last." Mm-hmm. But tell us, what are what do you have coming up? Are there things that you want us to know about um, in the events or collaborations that you're excited that's going to happen in 2022?
1: Well. I'm taking a break right now, oh. spending time with my kids, yeah. and just focus on them and, mm-hmm. and getting more education too. I am taking class at MCLA. Okay. And after this, I think the same. I want to keep helping my family, creating, mm-hmm. supporting more yeah. uh, new uh, artists. Um, and yeah, so
0: okay. You mentioned um, classes at MCLA. Are you studying anything in particular? What do you what what do you want to do? Because I mean. You have your passion as a singer, yes. but I guess you also have maybe a passion to keep going from the educational standpoint. So what do you want to focus on?
1: Uh, I think I like psychology. Okay. Yes. I like to, yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah. Psychology is big. It's important to know... um, you know the inner workings and what makes people tick, mm-hmm. and and all of that, and so yeah, okay.
1: But I want to mix it with music. I
0: was gonna <laughs> say, you could be the <laughs> singing psychologist,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like working with kids since I came here, i am been working with kids, okay. Yes, yeah, so
0: really, okay. So, um, where do you work with it with kids?
1: I used to go, uh, be babysitting, okay, like. That's why I know I knew Masmoca, mm-hmm. because the family where I used to work they gave me like oh their car like yeah. can you take the baby to yeah. the museum? so I was babysitting for fa- four years I okay. think yeah so
0: yeah kids
1: yeah, gotta love they, them <laughs> but they introduce <laughs> they introduced me to Masmoca. okay too, so
0: well see you just named something right there the. Just the, the, the network. Yes. And that is how a lot of things come to be. I think while we have our talents and our skills and all of these good things, mm-hmm. it's when we tap into a network. And who would have thought that because of your relationship yes. and your connection with those children and their families, that you would then have this other connection? Yes. Right? Like So it goes to show that you never know. You never know. Never underestimate any connection because you never know what the future will look like. Um, well, you're taking a break right now. And obviously, you've done a lot of good work. You have been busy, 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 busy. Um, but what inspires you? What or who inspires you to keep going um, when you're doing all of this?
1: Okay. Uh, my children. Mm-hmm. My mother. My mother. Uh, my community, my own struggles, because mm-hmm. when I came here, I struggled so much uh, that I didn't have information about food, about uh, work, about uh, uh, education. So that's that's inspiring me that many women maybe make their lives a little bit more easier than yeah. I was mine.
0: Mm, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Um, all right, and if you had to choose one word to describe yourself, what would that be? Uh, hope okay, why
1: <laughs> Hope <laughs> Because I, I always have hope uh, mm-hmm. in everything what I do, mm-hmm. and I feel the all my the hopes that I have in my life is because I do everything with good with, with my heart, yeah yes
0: I like that (laughs) it's important to have hope Um, hope keeps us going and I just want to thank you Laura because you are an inspiration Um, you have done so much and um, like I said earlier representation matters and there are people looking at you saying look Laura did it. So can I. So I just want to thank you for being an inspiration to so many. Um, and I hope that you get some well-deserved uh, <laughs> rest <laughs> Thank you. and whatever your future endeavors for 2022, I just hope that it brings you all that you want and all that you deserve, okay?
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're very welcome, Laura. All right, everyone, you've been listening to Backstory. Let's hear it on WTBRFM Pittsfield with Roberta McCulloch-Dews of the Mayor's Office in the City of Pittsfield. Thanks everyone for listening and have a great day.